the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Welcome to One Down, the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Uh, not a great week for either of us. A bit unimpressive. I went five for seven. Greg went four for seven. Uh, so for those of you uh, that didn't turn off immediately upon hearing that, uh, thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Um, Greg, how are you doing, man? I'm fine, man. What percentage do you think we lost from from that? Uh, 68% of listeners stopped immediately on hearing that. Did they stop on your... I think they probably stopped on your five for seven because they expect very little from me. No, it's more of a combined thing. It's more of a nine for 14. It's unacceptable. So you're saying we have to go probably... 11 for 14 to retain the bulk of our listeners every week. Yes, I think I think if we go below 11 for 14 for four straight weeks, we'll be down to one guy. <laughs> that's uh that's a lot of pressure on you, man, because yeah, it's a lot of pressure on you. Uh um, Well, but I I I do Greg, I want to assure that guy out there, that one guy that's with us through thick and thin. We won't stop doing it, okay? One listener will still do this podcast. Yeah, man. I I uh I like that you think we have more than one listener. I think that's uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, that that implies at least one of us doesn't listen. Uh so I I uh, listen. It's I got to be honest, it's one of my favorite podcasts. It's the only podcast I believe is good, and I'm on six. Uh, uh, let's just jump right into Monday, September 28th. This was uh, Lynn Lempel, the double L ranch, L squared. I call her. Uh, uh, words uh, with an A in them, sort of in the somewhere near the middle. Uh, they were used as phrases, not words. Uh, that was the theme, so... Um, Propagate was was used to answer a clue as propagate, uh, similar with cat instead of castanet, uh, cast a net, and so forth. Uh, pretty good Monday theme. No issues there uh, for me. I thought that's a uh, in fact a little more uh, a little more technically advanced than most Monday themes. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm a guy who doesn't nor- normally notice the Monday or Tuesday themes, but uh, I picked up on this one. Yeah, a classic Monday theme is like, uh, here's four different fruits. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 43 across, uh, lift on a ski slope. That's a T-bar. Now, Brendan, you are a skier, right? Uh, well, I was, uh, for most of my career, I started at a young age as a skier, and then I switched to a snowboarder, uh, and then uh, ravaged my body uh, by attempting tricks I had no ability to do, uh, and then now nowadays, if I go, which is very rarely, I ski. Yeah, um, you could have just said yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> These minutes don't fill themselves. I'm, I'm setting something up here, man. Uh, I'm, I'm asking because uh, I've never skied. Um, 
is a T-bar just an integral part of the whole skiing experience? Because, man, on a crossword puzzle, as soon as you see SKI, there's going to be T-bar as an answer. Like, they they are all over T-bar. It must be just as soon as you get to the lodge, like, here's your T-bar. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's a big deal, huh? Well, no. And that's what's the problem. But first, <laughs> I suspect not, it. No. <laughs> No, it's not. First of all, let me second that as a uh, patented one-down crossword tip. Uh, We are compiling these in a book. It will be available uh, from Penguin Publishing. Really? uh, If I can get well, if I can get in touch with them, and it's not the it's not the Penguin Publishing. It's my friend Mike Penguin that's got a pretty good uh, oh, copier P. in his basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a pretty good copier in his basement. Uh, but uh, I, I I think that's certainly a valid crossword tip. Uh, if you see ski, you see slope, anything like that, it's either going to be Alps or T bar. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's really really no in between. Uh, the problem with that, the T bar. What the T-bar is, Greg, is it is a system of ropes on pulleys with a bar on them that you just hold on to and get dragged up the hill. It's literally only for the bunny hill. You're not... It doesn't work on the, uh, you can't go, it would take uh, an hour and a half to get up the real mountain. So the real mountain, you're on a chairlift or you're even on a, uh, on a big, at a big resort, you're in like a gondola, they call them, which uh, I thought that was a Venice type deal. But uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I mean, that takes forever. The guy's singing and you're going, this boat <laughs> is going nowhere, man. Uh but yeah, a T-bar is for the bunny hill, man. Okay. It's for the little kids and the the people learning. But yes, valid, absolutely valid crossword tip. Um, f- 45 across, small lobster-like crustacean. Uh, th- that's a, a crawdad. Of course, there's regional variations in, in how that's... Uh, what that's referred to as we called that in Ohio, we always called those crayfish. Um, and, uh, I believe you get crawfish, crawdad, crayfish, mud bug, yeah. which is gross. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, you ever, you ever been to a, a, a crawdad boil? Well, they're called crawfish boil. They're called crawdads where I am and where I, a lot of places I've lived, but when you, when you go eat them and you boil them, it's a crawfish boil. There's no, there's no crawdad boil. Well, what that doesn't make. What is it like a butterfly where it's a, it's a caterpillar until you uh, 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 boil it and and kill it and eat it and then all of a sudden it's a butterfly. Why would the name change? Let's back up here a second. Are you boiling butterflies? Don't, don't worry about my diet. Okay. <laughs> don't worry about what I eat. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a. a craw- I have been to a craw- crawfish boil. I lived in uh, Houston. And uh, well, and it's you know a lot of Cajun influence down there because Louisiana is close, most mostly at bars. Like they would, you know, Sam's Boat would have their annual crawfish boil. Yeah, right. Now there in New York, there is an annual uh, comedian's uh, crawfish boil. Um, that's what I'm familiar with. Uh, Wait, I I, uh, so- I never got invited to that when I lived in New York. What? Uh, oh no, it start it started after you left. It started after you. Left. I don't think so. So, no, it did. It did. So I was at the uh, 45th annual comedians wait, crossword. Yeah, wait, uh, hey, come on, man! I, <laughs> I only left like uh, f- five years ago. What? What's going on? Oh, uh, I, well, it was it was a, it was like a kind of like a you know 
It was it was like got you know got the guys who like each other type of thing. Wait, you know? what? So was, I th- yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought those guys liked me up there, man. When that's what I would say. When they they would you know a lot of the crawfish there was a, actually on the schedule of the crawdad boil it would say like uh, ten thirty you know put 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 the bags in the in the boiler ten forty five everyone air their grievances about Greg Warren you know and I'd say this is this is not right you know this is not right that doesn't seem right at all man uh, that's what I said man that's what I said well I said that the first year the second year I just went right along with what it, but, man uh, you just joined it who who is who who are the guys running this crawfish boil that didn't invite me I want to know some names uh Boudreaux <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was Boudreaux. Uh You had uh, Jean Pierre. Uh, <laughs> you had uh, Fernandad uh, La La Lafayette. <laughs> they were at one point. At one point, in fact, Greg, I heard a guy go, "The Greg Warren will never be invited to the crawfish." That just seems boiler. unnecessary, man. I, that's what I would say to him. But here's the problem with these things, Greg. First of all, they 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 dump them out on newspaper. Yeah, with like you're a dog. I don't. I, I eat off plates, man, or or at least the uh, uh, out of a bag that I've taken out of the fridge at three a.m. in the morning. I don't eat on newspaper, and that you can't read any of the articles after that. So forget about that. And second of all, these things. A crawdad, I thought a lobster was bad. A crawdad, if you're not a pro, you're talking 30 to 35 minutes of work for half a bite of meat. Yeah. That's what these things are, are working with. So you, you weren't missing out on much. Well, when I, uh, when I was uh, uh, drinking uh, in my 20s in uh, Houston and going to these crawfish balls, I just ate them whole. Uh. <laughs> oh, Oh, you guys take the shells off? Uh, lame. <laughs> yeah, just get a little roughage in there, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't chew, all right? That's <laughs> how nature meant crawdad. There's two things I know, crawdads and pistachios. Shells on. Yeah. Um, uh, 52 across, it's a derby entrant. Horse. Um, n- another... Derby, you could have done boxcar if it would have fit. That's those are fun. The Boy Scouts are into that. Uh, I think it's uh, but, uh, P- Pinewood, Pinewood Derby, Pinewood Derby, Pinewood yeah, Derby. Yeah, boxcar yeah. is a different thing. That's uh, yeah. Boxcar is uh, boxcar derby. You're is, thinking is of boxcar uh, Willie. He was uh, uh, a musician, uh, a bum who who uh, traveled yeah. the r- r- yeah. rode the rails. I think with uh, right uh, Woody Guthrie too as well. Right, a, bo- a boxcar, boxcar derby Willie, is just. Yeah. Uh, a boxcar derby is just uh, hobos running for the train <laughs> before before it leaves the station. Uh, and you 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 can bet on that too as well, uh, just like <laughs> yeah. just like the Kentucky Derby. But, but here's the thing about horse is the answer. I don't care for that. I like an open derby, Greg. A- any animal allowed. That is a derby I would attend. Man, I would just, too, uh, Brendan. I would too. See, now, are you saying? Any animal? Do they do they all have to have riders? Riders, yes. When I say riders. But I mean that, uh, somebody on top of them, not like um, uh, you know what they want in the green room. 
Uh, well, you're you'd be surprised because actually they all have to have both. Uh, okay. I I insist upon a rider ahead of time because I don't want any you know uh, you know enraged giraffes that refuse to participate because the M and M's were the wrong color. Right. Uh, and but yes, they do have to have riders, but it's loose. You know what I mean? Like if they if a emu if a emu shows up and its rider is a monkey. I say that's okay. That's still a rider. Say that's hu- still a rider. Yeah, I didn't say human rider. Right. Yeah. Now the only rules are no birds, no cheetah. Well, no, it, no flying birds. Emu is a bird. Yeah. No flying birds, okay. and no cheetahs. Okay. All right. This is all fair enough, man. Ask me why no cheetahs. Uh, why no cheetahs, Brendan? Because you, you, I, because, because, because they cheat. Boy, that was terrible. Not good. I tried to think of a better way to word it. You think we lost some listeners because we only went (laughs) nine for 14. (laughs) Now we're talking to nobody here. Where are we? (laughs) Minute Uh, 1253, we began to talk to nobody. We're talking to ourselves (laughs) right now. Wow. Come on, man. I still like talking to you. Yeah, I enjoy talking to you. Let's go to Tuesday, man. Uh... Man, September 29th, this was a Ricky the Cruise Missile Cruise. Uh, I've been working with him a lot lately. Yeah, Ricky uh, is getting a lot of action, he, and he deserves it. He's a good, he's a good cruise verbalist. He does a nice, uh, uh, nice job. He does a nice job. The um, theme was Brake's character, so uh, you had all these keyboard characters that were um, circled and split between two adjacent across answers that's why breaks character so you had tilled hyphen ampersand and asterisk and they were split in half not necessarily in half but split between two answers so uh pretty cool little tuesday theme although they've been moving away from the sort of humorous tuesday theme i i've noticed well you don't uh you don't find punctuation funny Um, I laughed out loud at the ampersand. Ampersand's pretty good. It is. Ampersand yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. What's the funniest punctuation? Uh, ooh, man. I might have to say ampersand. Yeah, maybe ampersand. I don't know. I, You got to combine them. You got to make wingdings or whatever you call it. Then that's hilarious. I always, my of- favorite thing to do is, uh, you know what? Because when you put a lot of punctuation together, it's supposed to represent profanity. Yeah, I like to uh, put the all those things together. Then inside the punctuation, actually write out a profane word. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so you're uh, masking something different. Greg, I don't think you get the idea of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As if it's just a warning. If you don't like profanity. Skip to the next word, uh, because uh, these uh, ampersands and asterisks and tilds are warning you, you're about to get hit with something. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 94, nine nine across was uh, Lou Bega's blank number five, and I think we all remember that massive hit. That was Mambo number five. Oh, yeah. And now, Greg, I don't know if you know this, the problem for Lou was that... uh, Monica, Erica, Rita, Tina, Sandra, Mary, and Jessica 
did not know about each other until <laughs> this song came out. Oh, that was a huge mistake, man. Well, that's the thing. He didn't think it was going to go as big as it went. Well, yeah, because I mean, yeah, Mambo's one through four went nowhere. Nobody listened to those. But then five took off, and you're saying it was uh, it caused him a lot of... Uh, a lot of grief in his love life. A lot of grief. Yeah, yeah. And and Mambo, Mambo number six didn't take off either. And that was just, the whole thing was just like, I'm Rita, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I did Those other ladies meant nothing, nothing to me. Rita, you're the one. Now, not even a little bit, not even a tiny bit of Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no Jessica in my life. <laughs> Monica. Also, not in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like a great song, but maybe it uh, you smooth things over for Lou. Um, yeah, yeah. One across, uh, message in Morse code, maybe. And that's SOS, Brendan. And uh, I never told you about the time when I was working, working rescue uh, patrol and I was in this helicopter uh, with this other guy. And we drove over this uh, deserted desert island. And uh, we saw SOS in the sand. And we were like, we got to do something here. So we went back to the mainland. And we we got a couple of crates of those uh, uh, steel wool cleaner pads and and dropped them off right Um, right on the island. Just dropped them off. uh, And I got to tell you, um, these people were very ungrateful because we never got a thank you letter or anything like that. No, they. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Greg, I, I think they died, man. I, no, I they didn't think, die, Brennan. They were good. They, uh, I don't think they. It, Greg. All right, follow me here. How could they have died if they're cooking so much food that they need steel wool cleaners? That's a lot of uh, uh, grease that uh, gets caked on there. You know, they were eating. Yeah, they were eating. I, now, may, they might have died from, uh, you know, uh, type two diabetes or something because they just were eating so much grease. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, I. You know, SOS traditionally on a desert island, I believe, is save our souls. But, you know, the truth is not a lot of they, they don't they haven't established a way to to, uh, you know, delineate. Uh, do you do you mean uh, <laughs> cleaning product or do you need help? Uh, you have to be specific. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that by the way, um, save our souls is not SOS. It's that's like a it didn't start that way. That's just something that somebody. That doesn't surprise me. I say things as if I know them when really I have a very uh, sort of uh, glossy knowledge of most things. Yeah, it's you know a little bit surface. about everything. And when I say yeah, a little that's bit, sometimes a, you're completely wrong, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm very well read, and so what happens is I uh, I kind of pick up facts, and then I forget them, and then I tell them back to people wrong. Uh, so it's, you know, it's a system that it's it works fine, for you. Really? Yeah. yeah. It works for me. It, they, you know, people seem to be interested till they, till, till they Google it and go, uh, well, that's wrong. Uh, but, uh, that's, I, I had an issue, uh, with that where I was telling everyone this week, I, for some reason it was on my mind. I remembered, uh, do you remember the guy with, uh, the guy uh, I believe this was in the 90s that uh, may it may have even been the late 80s, but I think it was the 90s where um, he collected. Uh, so Pepsi was running a promotion for Pepsi points. And at the end of the commercial, there was all these things you could get with 
Pepsi points. And at the end of the commercial, they put an outrageous number of Pepsi points you could get to win a Harrier jump jet, which is a, a you know a, a U.S. government uh, fighter jet. Yeah. Um, do you remember this situation? No. No. Okay. So the man. So this one guy basically realized. Like it was clearly a joke in the commercial because it was an insane number of uh, Pepsi points. But this guy in the commercial, the guy that's, this guy that saw the commercial realized, yes, that is an insane number of Pepsi points. But uh, if I find the cheapest way to acquire Pepsi points, which I believe he figured out was like the 30 pack or something – a Harrier jump jet is worth like $75 million. So even if I spend $2 million acquiring Pepsi points, I'm still going to uh, prevail. And he did that. This guy did that. And, uh, and I was telling everyone Pepsi had to settle with him and he made all this money. Well, uh, then my brother just Googles it. Turns out uh, Pepsi took him to court and uh, all every single court up and down the line ruled that was clearly a joke, uh, and the man was not entitled to a Harrier jump jet, and only a lunatic would think you could get a U.S. fighter jet uh, for Pepsi points, and he was awarded nothing, so he was out $2 million in Pepsi. Well, he's out $2 million. They didn't take the Pepsi back, right? He had a lot of- No, they didn't take the Pepsi back. But, I mean, that stuff, there's a shelf life on that stuff. I, mean, I don't, don't think wanna... there's a huge- Well, I, yeah, you're probably right. I mean- It goes a little It goes a little, a little wonky. Flat. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. still drink it. Yeah, it goes a little flat. But even even so, $2 million worth of Pepsi, that's a lot of storage space. It is. Yeah, you got to think he probably had to get a warehouse of some kind. Yeah, it was a whole thing. I actually am on that guy's side. I don't care if you're joking. If you say it in a commercial, that's law to me. That you said for this many points, you get a Harrier yeah, jump a typical jet. typical lawyer's kid, man. Just come on. Everybody knew that they were, they were joking. You're in the business of joking, man. You don't joke about a promotional you don't joke about a promotional sweepstakes, Greg. You know that you were in the business. I was okay. All right, Procter and Gamble. That probably wouldn't have got through. I don't know. But you told me I'm not no, allowed. You're not. I'm not allowed to talk about Procter and Gamble. On the no, podcast no, I, I didn't. I didn't. I said talk about it as much as you want. Leave me alone about the Alaska stories. Oh, but please. I will say, I will say, Procter and Gamble would have had the integrity that if they said that in a commercial, they would have got that guy a Harrier jump jet. We're gonna disagree no on this one, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. I would I wouldn't mind moving to Wednesday to be real honest with you. All right, let's let's get right on to Wednesday then. Uh, this was uh, a, a, September thirtieth was an Eric Agard and Andy Kravis. Agard, this is the second or third collaboration we've had from him uh, lately, which is uh, an honor to work with the king. He's the king, uh, right? Always, Agard's the king. Yeah, Agard's the king, man. The top guy, the top dog. Uh, That's what you say. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Trudeau. What man. do you say? Oh, I man, I do love Trudeau. I love all the. I love yeah, all the I mean, yeah, guys, and, yeah, you know? and the uh, the the notorious AES. Come on, man. Yeah, of course. I I love Chen. All these guys. Chen's I, Chen's way up there. Uh, I even love the guy who uh who who did did us wrong last oh, Thursday. Guy, we, don't bring him up. Even, he had a good no, clue. He had a good clue. He had a right. nice clue, but you 
Yeah, even that guy's all right. What, what was his name? Uh, Colton. Uh, oh, look it up. Uh, never. Uh, but uh, the theme on Wednesday was foul language. Uh, you had four answers that the start of the answer uh, was some sort of description of a foul odor. So it was uh, they were rank amateurs, stinking rich, ripe old age. And of course, the greatest dance uh, known to man, the funky chicken. Yep. I can't even, uh, I can't picture that dance, the funky chicken. I'm imagining they look like a chicken. Yeah, you flap your arms like a chicken, and then you get kind of funky with it. Sounds, uh, sounds about right. Yeah, uh, it's, well, it's a well-named dance. Yeah, 11 across. Chess whizzes for short. That's GMs. I uh, assume that uh, is short for Grandmaster? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the, you know, the greatest... Uh, Grandmaster uh, chess player was Grandmaster Flash. Uh, I think he uh, he might have beat the Russian computer or something like that. Yeah, he yes he he did he did and he had that series of uh, uh, five uh, just absolutely uh, legendary games with uh, the great Bobby Fischer. Um, and those those tapes have been lost to time, uh, so nobody really knows what happened. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> now, also, uh, to his own detriment, he's often said, you know, he had a successful rap career. What? And he felt that, yes, yeah, he was a big time rapper. I wasn't rapper even aware about felt, that. I didn't know that. No, yeah, and he felt that took away from his, uh, uh, it took away from his fame as a chess prodigy. Uh, um, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I did one time when he did, when he beat one of the Russians, he did say, uh, get higher, baby. Get higher, baby. <laughs> Rang dang diggity uh, dang. <laughs> now, uh, uh, 30 ac- uh, across was a hurried look, and that's a glance. I have a story about glancing, Greg. Uh, uh, my fiance and I were uh, rather vanilla. We wanted to uh, push our boundaries a little bit. We, we went to a, uh, we uh, signed up for a couple's massage class. Now, uh, everyone in the class was very attractive, all the couples. Uh, we thought it was going to be sort of older people. No, everyone was very attractive, and you're, you're somewhat scantily clad. And uh, the, the couple, that teaches the class, uh, they know it's a bit of an uncomfortable situation or an unnatural situation, you know, so they, 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 they make you comfortable and they go, look, you guys can stare at us all you want. We're teaching the class. This is our job. We're comfortable in our bodies. That's fine. But uh, for the other uh, people in the class, the other couples in the class, you can look around. That's okay. But don't be a creep. Try, try and keep it to like a three second rule, you know, try and keep it to like a three second rule or a glance, you know, and uh, uh, I, 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 my uh, girlfriend, my fiance got mad at me because I was the only one in the class that uh, raised their hand and said, uh, excuse me, uh, how long do I have to look away for the three seconds to restart? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you, you, you wanted to reset. Yeah. 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 Well, right. That's it. You got to get specific. Like yeah, if I, I blink, can... am I working with a fresh shot clock I or can... what are we talking about here? <laughs> I can see where, 
Or Amy was uh, pretty upset about that. Yeah. Well, not not just her. The whole class <laughs> yeah, was probably. looking at me like I was a lunatic. I was going, don't. I was looking at the other people. Said, don't don't act like none of you wanted to ask that question. I'm the only one with the courage <laughs> to say you gotta you gotta outline the rules here, buddy. Because I could do a I could do a I could turn my head faster than you think and be right back looking at oh, you. Yeah, a couple yeah. number three. Jeez, uh, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 63 down ice bucket challenge cause for short. That's ALS. Um, right. Yes. And it's, so it's ice bucket challenge, huh? Brennan? Yes, it was. It was a huge deal. Uh, and they actually yeah, that, did uh, end up. Jeez. Man, that explains a lot. Cause, uh, I gotta tell you, pouring, uh, pouring cooked rice all over yourself is, uh, it's just, a it sticks to you, and it uh, it seemed like a dumb idea, and it st- it burns a little bit too. Oh, yeah, Greg. Yeah, Greg. And you know how much rice you got to cook to fill up a bucket, oh, Brendan? You got to go man. into one of those like Chinese markets and get like the big feed bag full of rice, and then you yeah. You, and I don't have a oh, giant Greg. Uh, a pot, so I had to boil it like thirty different uh, my own pots, and I, I wanted to do my part for the challenge. And, uh, you were doing the rice bucket yeah, challenge. Yeah, did the rice bucket challenge. It was. Man, now I feel stupid. I don't know. Oh, and it's going to be a mess. It's going to be, I mean, a bucket, a bucket full of cooked rice. That's about, I don't know. I'd say you probably know better than me, but that seems to be five to six buckets of raw rice. Oh, it's about 30. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot, it's a lot of. It's a lot of rice, man. And uh, oh, yeah. Greg, you must have been burned and I just was burned sticky. all over. And frankly, uh, you know, it, I I was I wanted to stick to the rules, so they didn't say fried rice. I would have added a little bit of egg and uh, you know some yeah, chicken in sure. there, but uh, it was just I just did a white rice challenge, and it was uh, yeah, it was, it was. Well, let's see if it was worth it. How much money did you end up raising? Not a not a nickel, man. I uh, not a no. Nickel. So you 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 didn't publicize or anything. You just thought. You thought I the put system the video was, up for a while. Rice on your head. I put the video up for a while, and I got a lot of people calling me, you know, names on Facebook. And now I know because of this clue, I know why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fifteen across. Prefix with legal or military. That's para. Greg, you don't want to get those mixed up. Uh, that's you got to be careful there. Hey, you're, you're telling me you sent in a team to raid the the terrorist compound, and they just took notes on a legal pad and offered to look stuff up. Wait, what was that? They, they were wearing khaki. No, man, you sent in the paralegals again. This, this is the third time this month. You gotta pay attention. Uh, that's good. That's good. And oh, let me guess: the paramilitary guys are over at Washerstein and Schmidt trying to figure the the hell out of everybody in court. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, that's good. That is good. Eighteen down. Color of peanuts tan. Ah, yeah. I think I never considered the color of peanuts before. Have you? I never, and I say it's correct. It is, but, but you got to be some kind of freaking weirdo right. to be talking yeah. about the, to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's strange. It's like it's almost like uh, I don't know why this reminds me of this, but like the the weirdest uh, 
the weirdest fetishes of all are the ones that go beyond, um, that don't have anything to do with sex. Do you know what I mean? Like, those are the weirdest guys when it's like, I just, I just like looking at boxes, man. And it's like that you're you've gone beyond the pale, you know. Like, and this that same with describing the color of peanuts. Something's wrong with that. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't see the connection here. I I think you just wanted to talk about something weird. I don't know. Well, no, I think it's like an odd, a very odd thing to think about. Is what I'm trying to say. Is like it's like it's like uh, weird in a way. It's normal and right, and somehow yet still bizarre. Yeah, it is a little, That's what okay, I'm trying right. to say. You know, like those guys that are like, I, I, I like to, I like to drive by an open field and just look at it. That's what I like. I like you to know, do that. Like, wait, but not like those guys like to do that. Yeah, man, this has got taken a weird turn. I just said it was, you know, I, I was just talking about peanuts, and I don't know what you're trying to get into. But I, if you, you ought to drive by an open field sometime, it's kind of pretty, especially this time of year. Now, I'm not a pervert. Uh, <laughs> 21, <laughs> 21 across, very often blended and served in a bowl, and that's the, uh, of course, acai! 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 Uh, man, and man, the acai berry, they took the berry world by storm about a decade ago, Greg, and that was something else because people were saying, yourself and myself included, we both were on record as saying, if I know one thing in life, I know this, all the berries ha- are known. Yeah. There are no new, new berries. berries. No new berries will be coming out. Yeah, that is certainly uh, there's not going to be a berry that uh, you know forces you to open up uh, bowl places in strip malls. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, there will not be a berry that uh, that that spurs a a influx of bowl stores where it's difficult to order because there's like six steps uh certainly that won't happen and acai said not so fast baby it's acai time and uh that that uh they turned out there was a new berry we didn't know about and i gotta say thank god i learned that it was uh, acai and not akai before this uh podcast was launched that was an embarrassing moment. No, it's not because, you know, here's the thing about people, oftentimes people who pronounce things wrong. And uh, this goes out to our listeners as well. Uh, it often just means they're well read because sometimes you pronounce something wrong because you've read it a lot right. and you've never spoken about it. Right. So you you don't know. Like, for instance, I thought the word was biopic for my entire life because uh, I'd only read it. I'd never heard it in conversation. It's, of course, biopic, uh, which makes a lot more sense. But if you're familiar with science or anything like that, you read that word about a movie about a person and you would pronounce it as biopic. Yeah, my favorite uh, TV show when I was a kid was the uh, the Bionic Man, and it was, uh, <laughs> it was great, man. Steve Austin. <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, let, let's move on to, uh, Thursday, October 1st. This was an Adam from, uh, this is the first one I got wrong, Greg. Tough puzzle, uh, and, man. And it was, yeah. Well, and. Go ahead. I lost on pure K 
carelessness, pure carelessness. So you, you, the theme was touch-tone phones. You would put groups of three consecutive letters in rebuses, and uh, they represented letters. They represented the letters that you put in in the across, but in the down, they were the numbers. They were the number those letters were on, on a touch-tone on phone, the old school which phone, was pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, so I'll just give you one quick example. 17 across, the the answer was grab control, and the A, B, and C of grab control was all in one box. Um, but A, B, and C on a phone uh, is on the number two. So for the down clue that hit that, you'd use two. Uh, so three down, the answer was in Two, yeah, I think it was something like bisector. That was the clue. Here's the thing, yes. though, Brendan. You, you're supposed to put in the letters. I put in the. I spelled out the the number. So T W O. Right. Because why should you favor the uh, acrosses over the downs? You see what I'm saying? Well, I'll tell. There's only one reason why, and I don't think you're what you did. You're, what you did is not dumb in any way, and it's not. Are you calling me it's dumb? Not I just said not dumb, and it's not crazy. But I think. The oh only, no, I'm crazy. Think, no, I, I, I think, I think the reason why your method, because, because if you do it, if you do it that way, the acrosses don't make sense. Yeah, but if you do it uh, your way, the downs don't make sense. No, they do because ABC represents a number. Well, eight, eight represents ABC. Or two represents ABC. I see. I see. But but in your, then you should have put the numbers in. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not wrong then. You're not wrong. You're that's a that's uh, uh, that's that's totally valid. I'm not wrong, uh, and I'm not uh, I'm not stupid, and I'm not crazy. I literally said you weren't stupid <laughs> and you weren't crazy. And if you keep saying you're not stupid and you're not crazy, people are going to think you're stupid and crazy. I'm crazy and I'm stupid. I'm stupid and crazy. <laughs> Is that better now? Uh, now I was just I missed this purely on carelessness. I had everything right. Uh, I knew forty six down cassette tape predecessor was eight track. And I just went through my head and counted the alphabet, and I did it wrong. So for eight, I put in S-T-U instead of T-U-V. Right. Uh, and I never went back to correct it. So for uh, th- that across, Coral Island Nation north of Fiji, the answer was Tuvalu, T-U-V, and then A-L-U. And I had S-T-U, so I, I thought it was Saint. Uvalu, I was just all over the place looking at other stuff. It was just pure carelessness. I and I could so I could have got this puzzle because that's just accounting. All I was doing was counting, so I counted wrong, and that was the only thing I had wrong. Sometimes so that's it, the toughest it, thing about a puzzle is counting. Um, yeah, yeah. sixty-six across. Twittering machine artist. That's Paul Klee. Klee is the answer. Are you fam- familiar with the twittering machine uh, rendering? No, no, I'm not. I, mean, I know a little bit about Paul Klee. I'm not familiar with the Twittering. You would machine. probably recognize. It's kind of, uh, it's a little uh, macabre. It's, uh, it's got, it's basically like sort of makeshift birds with wires. And it's he was famous for sort of combining biology and machinery. Now, uh, Hitler did not care for this. Uh, did not care for Klee's work. 
he uh, he called this picture a uh, degenerate art. Um, wow! And if he thought that was degenerate art, I would like to show him um, some of the markings uh, in the uh, the restroom at my high school uh, in the men's room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think he would uh, find Clee's art a little less degenerate. Yeah. You know what? That Klee, not as bad as I thought. <laughs> that uh, that uh, was not a German accent. I, uh, and... no. The Klee is not as bad as initially I thought. Uh, it turns out that the Cookwood High School are degenerate art. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought Twittering Machine was just uh, the president. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little joke. Guy tweets a lot. Come on. All right. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, 30, yeah, that's, where, 30, that's where every, that's where all the amateurs would have gone with that uh, clue. Uh, we're supposed to yeah, be not professional you. comedians. Uh, yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm uh, worse than you. Uh, no, 33 across. I didn't say that. I just said. I mean, I did the SOS joke earlier, and you you went yeah. with it. So, <laughs> thirty three across sport in which Rikishi wear mawashi, and that's sumo. Uh, you think those guys ever get tired of just saying like, "Look, man, I know this is a traditional sport, time honored, all that, but do we have to wear the cloth diaper thong?" You know what I mean? There, there's been serious uh, 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 improvements in athletic wear over the last century, uh, and there's big and tall stores all over the place. So, do we need to wrap up a thong? Uh, is that is that necessary? Uh, they're all about tradition over there, Brendan. So I, I, I think I, j- I think it's an honor to wear the diaper thong, and I think they'd be I think they'd be a little bit upset if you called it a diaper thong. That being said. Uh, I bet you some of the Nike could probably develop a pretty cool looking one. Yeah, I mean, you were a wrestler; you wouldn't have been that comfortable wearing. I was a, not a, a sumo wrestler, Brendan. I was. A I know, but you were wrestling, and it sumo is was a form of wrestling, and you were you were a uh, I believe uh, freestyle wrestler, or is that what you would call your form of wrestling? No, uh, I mean, I did wrestle some freestyle. Folk style is uh, what what what, style, what, okay. what we wrestle in in the NCAA. Okay, uh, and and you weren't wearing a mawashi, and I think you'd been you would have been uncomfortable in a. Mawashi, you did if everybody right? else was wearing mawashis, and I was brought up wearing mawashis, and the, you know, I was uh, held in high esteem by my culture for wearing a mawashi. I would have been fine with it. <clears throat> All right, fine. That's a bold claim because those they they come unraveled. You're showing three quarters of your butt. It's just I've I never seen uh, one come unraveled. Well, you don't you don't look you don't look on the right websites, Greg. Uh, Seven down athletes first allowed in the Olympics in 1988. That's pros, P R O S. Uh, I didn't get this one because I thought that uh, the the PLO, uh, the Palestinian Labor Organization, uh, was was uh, was first led into the Olympics in 1988. So. Well, Greg, there's some. Two problems there. Okay. Uh, problem number one, uh, which is less of a problem because it's not that crazy, but the idea that you would think the PLO would be allowed into the yeah, not as crazy as you think. There's a, there's not as much difference between Palestine and the PLO as you as you might think. Right. No. So that's not. And they got. I think they crazy. first got in in like in '96 or something. Right. And uh, 
But the second problem, and I would say the larger problem, is that you think the PLO is the Palestinian Labor Organization. Uh, it's the Palestinian Liberation <laughs> Organization. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Yes. You think you're just uh, uh, launching artillery into Israel for uh, for better working conditions? Yeah, yeah. Guys, the, the, the local 66 is going down to lob bombs. Into the, yeah. yeah. Boy, that, uh, mark that, Brendan. Mark that. That's uh, maybe the dumbest thing I've said on this podcast. <laughs> Jeez, this is the toughest union we've ever gone up against. <laughs> These guys really know how to negotiate. They 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 took an embassy hostage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Teamsters got nothing on these guys. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yep, that's the dumbest thing I've said on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I'll resign right now if you want, man. No, because I think you misspoke. I don't think uh, I don't think you 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 thought that. No, nope, in re- in retrospect, I, I I think I've said it several times. In my life, and and uh, I'm looking and trying to think about who who has uh, probably exited my life because of me saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you we, you know these these PLO guys they must really be getting underpaid because they are. I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a benefits deal or what, but they are angry. Yeah, uh, yeah. The pipe fitters don't even get this mad when. <laughs> yeah. I just want to bring this up. This is just a um, a learning moment. Uh, no jokes about it. Uh, I didn't like it, but it was fair. It's a word. Uh, it's a, it, I looked it up. Uh, 56 across instant. That is trice. T-R-I-C-E. So that's something we will have to remember, uh. Greg, because I was. that's where I was sure I was wrong. That's why I didn't go back and check S-T-U as opposed to T-U-V. I was sure... Trice, I ju- I've just never heard trice well, used uh, as in. As long as we're in that neighborhood, and I, 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 I never heard that word either. But uh, why are rails and stilts avian? Because they're birds. They're both birds, and actually, a pretty good clue. I think uh, a rail is a bird, and a stilt is a bird. I didn't know this. Yeah, so it's a, a pretty misleading, a good misdirect. You saying a um, nomination for clue of the week? No. Because I didn't like it for some reason, it angered me. If you want to nominate it, that's fine. No, but I did I'm, not I, like I, it. I'm, I'm, I'm more angry about it than you. Angry about the whole uh, puzzle, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, I think I have a point with my letter number thing. I, 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 yeah, I'm on the fence about that. It's not, it's not outrageous. That's for sure. Um, Fifty-seven across. This is just a gripe I have. This is here's here's my old man gripe of the week, Greg. Fifty-seven across. <laughs> fifth, fifth grader, fifth grader often, and that's a tweenager. And dude, I just hate. I hate it. I hate it. It's a fifth grader, okay, or you, an eleven-year-old. Absolutely right, man. That's not an old man thing. That's like yeah, yeah. Let kids be kids. You don't have to start, you know, rushing them towards uh, adolescence in the fifth grade. Yeah, you don't need to make up a name. What's a third grader? A pre-tween? Exactly, you know, man. Like, like, what What are we doing? There's no tween age. Yeah. It's not a thing. There's no, no need for that. Brendan, uh, I I uh, wholeheartedly agree. And uh, uh, if my mother were alive today and she was, uh, a, she was a much better crossword solver 
than I am. Uh, she would have got this Thursday, and she would have agreed with you uh, energetically on, on your point. She she didn't believe in that sort of stuff, man. She, she yeah, she spoke uh, about it often, like rushing rushing children to grow up. You know. Yeah, for 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 those of you that don't know, uh, Greg's mother was a, a wonderful author. I've re- I've re- read several things she's written, and uh, a book reviewer, and a, a very uh, uh, smart woman. And that is the highest compliment, and maybe the only thing I've ever said that she would have agreed with. Uh, so uh, that means a lot to me, right there. Well, uh, she might have been uh, she might have been looking for a new son when she uh, her. Her eldest uh, 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 spoke out about the Palestinian labor organization. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, real quick shout out. We'd like to do this uh, when our colleagues are in the puzzles and then, then we'll move on. Uh, 15 across. Uh, what I mentioned, uh, Nora Loom, uh, or Lum, I'm not sure who is, uh, goes by the stage name Aquafina. She's an actress. She's also a comedian, uh, from, I've never worked with her, but from, uh, everyone I know that's worked with her that knows her, she's just a- absolutely, uh, uh, great, uh, um, just a wonderful person to work with. Super nice. Oh, that's so, good to hear, man. Uh, yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've heard yeah. She's. Uh, I mean, I, I, she, I've seen uh, her acting. It's great. So that's 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 yeah. good to hear. She's nice. I want to move to Friday, yeah. man. Okay, but just real quick, because of nope. Aquafina, I'm I'm thinking of changing my name to Poland Springs. Poland spelled with a Y. Anyway, f- uh, f- uh, you really? Uh, you, you just said that nice stuff about uh, Nora Loom just so you could get in your dumb Poland Springs joke, didn't you? P O L Y N D Springs, because it's Aquafina with a W. So I, I'm just trying to get, you know, ride I'm her sorry, Aquafina. I'm sorry, Nora Loom. Mostly, I'm, I'm sorry to our listeners. Yeah. Uh, Friday was a Debbie Ellerin. Um, I don't know about you, Greg. I found this considerably easier than the Thursday. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, the Thursday was a uh, very difficult puzzle. It was difficult because it's like you think, okay, once I understand the theme, the rest of the puzzle will fall in place. I got the theme, um, and I still miss stuff. It, uh, it bothered me. Yeah, it made me feel yeah. like a failure. Um, no, you're not a failure. Nah. I mean, in, in some stuff you are, but mostly you're not. <laughs> Uh, 34 across red peg in the game battleship. That's a hit. And I enjoyed battleship, but you have to trust your opponent, Greg, because, uh, about, uh, 45 minutes into a game of battleship with my brother, I had zero hits. Uh, he had sunk all my boats. Uh, I turned the board around. Uh, there's no ships on it. And my brother said his ships were in dry dock for repair. It's <laughs> uh, a good player right there. That it's is, not a good a player. Good it's player. cheating. That's a it's really good player. Nah, you just yeah, don't, you, I'm you a, don't understand the Navy like he does, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, I'm going, I, oh man, I don't know how many squares are on this grid. I feel like I must, must have covered everything, but uh, he's an honorable man. So, you know. <laughs> I like that man. That's a that's a that's a strong player. Forty four across possible uses for uh, u- possible uses for bunt pans. That's molds. And uh, Brendan, I didn't understand. I um, I'm allergic to molds, so I got to get rid of these bunt pans I have at my house. 
That's not, that's not the mold. They they, they, just, they mean molds to make. Are you to allergic make, like, to jello, mold, man? Are you allergic to mold? First of all, allergic to mold. Mold's not good for anyone. Yeah, but I I have it's it drives I it goes crazy when the mold counts high. I it's really bad. Well, it's not the bunt pants, man. Well, that's what I thought until now. Yeah. All right, get rid of your bunt pants. That's fine. But I don't I even like they're talking... bunt cakes, anyways, man. Who is anybody no, ever gotten pan- excited about a bunt cake? I don't like almost across the board. I feel a bit slighted, and it's not. There are several that I enjoy, but. Almost across the board, I feel a bit slighted when you serve me something called a cake that does not have frost. Yeah, man. I feel there should be another name for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not cake. Uh, I'd rather have cornbread, which I baked some cornbread yesterday. Uh, it was pretty good. Do you go with like a sweet cornbread or more of a savory cornbread? That's uh, probably the one that I made yesterday called for a, a lot more sugar than I probably am comfortable with putting in. It was for my neighbors. Yeah. They had like a get together and I actually had a meeting that I had to go to so I couldn't go, but I I had promised to bring cornbread. So but they ate it all. Two two uh two pans. So it must have yeah, been pretty I good. I love a sweet I love a sweet cornbread. Yeah, I'll make you some cornbread. You should have said I would have made you some cornbread when you came uh, to town last week, man. So you're saying I should have walked into your house and without having known about this puzzle or your predilection predilection for now i got a predilection i should have walked in and said hey could you make me some cornbread hey man okay let me ask you this now i'm a uh not an easy guy to be friends with i'm sure i I say horrible things to you and point out a lot nor am i nor am i point out a lot of your shortcomings and uh you know call you stupid and stuff but uh, in, in all honesty, if you walk into my house and said, I, uh, would you bake me some cornbread? Would I have made that cornbread for you? Yes. Yes. He would have. He would have absolutely. I, I like, the, uh, baking stuff for people, man. He like uh, cooking yeah, all. He would, yeah. He, Greg, this is what Greg is. Greg is, uh, uh, a, a, as a friend, a, uh, ruthlessly horrible friend <laughs> in, in words and the best <laughs> friend you could ever have in actions. Uh, and it's a strange, it's a strange combination. The guy will bend over backwards to do anything for you, but he'll also just tell you horrible things about yourself that make you, that make you question everything, every shred of confidence you've ever had. But then you can't be that mad because you go back through all of the kind things he's done for you over the course of your friendship. And you say, this is extremely confusing. I don't, this is extremely confusing. (laughs) Ah, shut up you baby. But I will say, Way better than the opposite. Yeah. I'd much rather have a friend that that talks tough and is there when you need it, action-wise, than a friend who's nice to you and just does terrible (laughs) things action-wise. So you're a a great friend. You're a great friend. I I don't think we had to go through all that. I just said I would have made some cornbread for you, man. And now now I'm not going to make it. Now I'm not making it for you. 
You're making me cornbread. Let's move to Saturday. We got to get uh, we got to get moving. Saturday is uh, was a Brad Wilbur and a Doug uh, Peterson. I also did not get this, Greg. I'm at just and this is cognitive dissonance. This is this isn't even a shortsy fake. This is just me not considering the option. Twenty six across. Here's the blank. Uh, I put in there. Here's the play because that's a phrase uh, and. And I just never considered here's the plan, which is the more common right, phrase. Right. And I just never reconsidered it and went through again and again looking for where I was wrong. Sure, I was correct with here's the play because the da- the across that hit that Y was uh, uh, Niad, n- 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 larva of a dragonfly. Uh, N-A-I-A-D, and I don't know the larva of the dragonfly, so to me, I thought Y-A-I-A-D was doable, but I should have known that's Y-A-I-A-D is not really a word, like a word, a correct word structure. Yeah, so but neither is Naya. Naya has three vowels in a row, which you almost never right. find, you know? Right, so that I, I got that wrong just on, uh, just that, I just had that wrong. Um, and so the two... Two instances this week where I I was mad about this week because I think I don't get mad when I miss them when I just know I couldn't have got them. But I think both this week, if I worked a little harder, I could have got them. Uh, yeah, man, don't beat yourself up. I I I I did not get this puzzle, uh, and I was quite a ways from getting it. I mean, I made it. I, I made a good effort, but. Uh, yeah, there, I was several words away from getting it. Thirteen down setters activity volleyball. That's a a setter is something. That's a position in volleyball. Sure. Yeah, you know, I wonder if there's. I feel bad if there's like a girls volleyball player who's who's good at that position and 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 is Irish, uh, and you know, especially if she has red hair. Yeah, yeah, that would be rough if they if they called her by her full ethnicity every time. <laughs> yeah, it's my little Irish setter out there. <laughs> uh, guys, it, it, my, my name's Amanda. You don't have to say I'm Irish every <laughs> time, and you, you, also, you, you also don't seem to you, you also don't seem to be uh, calling anyone else by their uh, country of origin, followed by their uh, position. <laughs> oh, oh, good girl, good girl. She's upset. Good girl, Irish shadow upset. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave her alone, Hungarian server. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No tip for you. <laughs> um, uh, I'd like to nominate for COTW. That's the one down clue of the week. Twenty across. Sticky pad. Answer nest. I thought that was a great, great seconded clue. wholeheartedly. That's a great clue, man. That's uh, man. They uh, are in the strong lead to to walk away with it yes that's man yes wow that's a good clue yep um now uh 64 across greg elton john and lady gaga for two those are stage names and i will tell you this man i blew it and you don't know when you're early in your career you don't know but i blew it by not taking a stage name because i have a name air uh that if you hear it you don't know how to spell it, 
And if you see it, you don't know how to pronounce it. So it's just a bad name for someone who's in show business. Um, so I, I blew that one big time, but it's too late. I can't, I can't, I, I would have probably gone with like, uh, you know, dynamite the comic. Yeah. yeah. Or, uh, I've maybe. spent the first six years of my career regretting my stage name and had to go back to my regular name. You know, what was your uh, original stage? Name? He ain't funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was man. Whoever steered you in that in that in that direction? It's just uh, stupid. Now that I think about it, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah that was not not great. Uh, 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 I knew a guy once named. Uh, uh, he went by Please Heckle Me. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, that's a, yeah. Stupid. It didn't go well. It didn't go well. Um, uh, Sunday. You ready for Sunday? Yeah, man, let's do it. Let's do it Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Monster <laughs> trucks and knitting combined. Come see the, the big boys and, and their big toys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some comedian used to do that when I was a kid. You know, you think about like, when I was like in college, I went and saw some comic and he did a whole thing on, on the monster truck commercials and that was his. And I, I don't even remember, but when he said, come see the big boys and their big toys, I was like, this guy's the best. This guy. I wanted to be a comedian right then, man. It was, <laughs> it was funny. This guy was, God, I wish I remember who that was. He was funny. Uh, the title of this puzzle, as Sunday puzzles often its titles, are is You're Telling Me. Uh, and it was basically puns about jobs. Every clue was uh, phrased in the same way. Uh, so I'll give you one example. To a cosmetician. Uh, Quote, your dot, dot, dot. And the answer was making me blush. Uh, so that's good. It's good. Good Sunday theme. Uh, now, I now, think now, the now, best. Now, now, what is a cosmetician? Do they make the makeup or do they apply the makeup? They apply it. But they when you're applying blush, you're making someone blush. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's it, there's some wiggle room there, I'd say. Yeah. I think the I thought the best I'm not one out of out, anything, but yeah. No, but the best one out of them was to a bad free throw shooter, quote, your dot 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 missing the point. Cuz I think missing the point was the most clear clearly used phrase out of any of those, and then on top of that, free throw shooter is the only person who's you could say what? you could also You're saying that's you the best also, one? The best of the of the of the. You're saying that's better to a produce vendor near closing time. You're out of your gourd. Oh yeah, that's pretty good too. That is pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> yeah, that's good too. A good all around then. Sam Zersky, good on you. Good theme. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, 20 Down, physician who co-founded AA, familiar doc, familiarly, that's Dr. Bob. What? So I just was aware of Bill W. They, they, they don't talk about Dr. Bob that much. Nobody's a friend uh, of Dr. Bob. They're always a friend of Bill W., right? Right. It was the two of them together that founded it. Okay. And Bob doesn't yeah, get as much yeah. cred? Uh, n- no, Bob. But, well... I mean, yeah, I guess just a, well, Bill was kind of the main guy. Okay. Yeah, Bill was kind of the main guy. Um, 22 across, uh, 
comma, you ain't lying, uh, or, or excuse me, quote, you ain't lying, end quote, uh, close to uh, Greg's uh, previous stage name. Uh, but uh, the answer was uh, true dat. Uh, and like much of the slang you will find uh, in the New York Times crossword puzzle, an alternate clue could be slang phrase now only used by lame white dads. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so slang, slang phrase co-opted by white dads from the suburbs. <laughs> Who then goes on to say, what's up? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that, uh, yeah, you ain't lying would be better off. You'd be, you'd be, you'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. You ain't lying. True dad. True dad. No. Yeah, no, no. Stop it. Nobody who's actually cool is saying that. Yes, post, just post stop it, Mr. Edwards. Just knock it off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not connecting with the neighborhood children, all right? Give it up. <laughs> Um, 79 down like uh half millimeter lead among popular popular mechanical pencil options the thinnest so I got a couple things to say about this one um, they're saying just the popular mechanical pencil options so there's like you can get you can get quarter millimeter lead just not popular is what they're saying yeah, yeah. You can't, you're not I, you getting know, at Walgreens. Is what I'm you're going to go to the art store or something like that. Um, right, right. And here's the thing, man. Brendan, I've bought about 37 mechanical pencils, and not once did I intend to buy a mechanical pencil. It's There's no worse feeling than getting the notebook out in the morning, getting ready to write some jokes. You pull out your pen, and it's not a pen. It's a mechanical pencil. Oh, it's disastrous. And, you know, it's a very... It's a niche market, man, because there are diehard mechanical pencil fans, and I find them worthless. I I, I, I think it's the strategy. I think they're sitting at their uh, business meeting, and they got a pie chart up there, and they're like, now, as you can see on the chart, um, uh, 7% of our sales come from people that actually want to use mechanical pencils. <laughs> yeah. The other 93% come from uh, people that accidentally buy our product and think it's a pen. And I know yeah. you're asking, well, why don't they just return the pencils and get pens, and that way we wouldn't make money? These people um, are stupid, uh, and we found there is a, a high crossover rate between stupid and lazy. So what they do yeah. is they just they just keep the mechanical pencil, intend to take it back, don't, and then they go back to Walgreens and buy another mechanical pencil. Yeah, right. And and we've and let's nail down the perfect price point at which it seems unreasonable to return the mechanical pencil. Right. Just expensive enough for us to make money, but not so expensive that it's worth a trip to return a box. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, they've got you. They've got you every way, every which way. You know what makes me almost as mad, and and I and I do almost as frequently. What's that? Unsalted peanuts. Oh boy! Yeah, that's on you. You gotta read the. Thing. I got come home, <laughs> getting ready to have a, some peanuts, and they're unsalted. I mean, come on! Oh man, 
And don't try adding your own salt. It never works. <laughs> that would be impossible, man. It never works. Yeah. It's not like popcorn. No. You can maybe you can maybe wet them down and add some salt. Oh, but then, God, now I you're got, playing I with fire. Peanuts, now you're man? playing with fire. Yeah. That's, now you're playing with fire. Are you kidding fire. me? That's uh yeah. that should be like a God, that's an awful phrase right there. Wet peanuts. <laughs> yeah. 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 They are they're still tan though. Uh uh. I think uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and call it. Unless uh, I got one that, more. No, no, we got no, some business no, no, to take no, care no, of. Not, not, not call the podcast. I'm not calling the podcast, but I think I'm gonna call twenty. Unless you have another nomination, I'm gonna call twenty across uh, from the from the previous Saturday. Well, yeah, I've got have, a nomination. Go ahead, give us a nomination. Uh, Eighty-seven across. Yeah. Clicking sound. Aha. Um. First of all, that was a fantastic clue, uh, and I'll tell you why. Because you and I both, we hate the ahas, the ohos, the ohs, the 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 uh, you know all all those noises. And this proves they can be done correctly. Yes, they can. If you if you get the right clue, the specificity of the clue, they can be done correctly. Because this clicking moment, aha, fantastic. Fantastic. I don't know, man. This is a toss-up. Uh, Got to pick one. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to say. I'm going to say that uh, clicking moment uh, is a is an honorable clicking mention. Sound. Clicking sound. But Brad Wilbur and Doug Peterson, you. Have won the one down clue of the week for Sticky Pad Answer Nest. Greg, tell them what they've won. Uh, you guys have won, um, well, you've won a, a tweet from Brendan Ayer uh, and w- the One Down podcast uh, account. Uh, you're going to get recognized in front of countless people on the internet. And uh, we just don't have any physical prizes yet. We're, we, we're, we're trying to get that in the budget for, uh, for 21. But, uh, you know, the pandemic has hit everybody. Yeah, and I could, I could, I mean, if I, I'll tweet about it. You can DM us. I, I could just send you something I have if you want. I'll send you. Uh, <coughs> um, should we start giving these guys CDs, man? You don't even uh, have CDs, do you? No, no, I don't have CDs. I because uh, because I'm uh, I'm a, a child of the of the of the now, Greg. I got I'm not you. Outdated. Yeah. Although, although Greg, uh, Greg's CD is wonderful. We could, we could send a, a, a CD koozie pack at some point. Yeah. We, yeah, we <clears> could <throat> send a CD koozie pack. Uh, um, I, I'd like to reserve those for listeners, I think. But, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, um, but yeah, maybe, um, maybe we're, we're, we're going to have an off air meeting regarding the prizes. Uh, so, uh, uh, Brad Wilbur and Doug Peterson, stay tuned. Nice job, guys. Um, Way to go. That was a yeah, great clue. Yeah. Great clue. Yeah, great clue. And same with you, Sam Mazursky, for uh Yeah, you, man, moment. you almost got it. You really did almost yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I want to thank you guys so much uh, for listening to One Down. As always, follow us on One Down uh, Podcast uh, on Twitter. Uh, we... So much appreciate the interaction with our fans. It's fun to hear what you guys think. It's fun to, to get your feedback. 
Um, and then you can, uh, wherever you get the podcast, uh, rate it, subscribe to it, review it. All of those things really help us out. So uh, if you're a fan, um, go ahead and do that. It, 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 it means a lot to us and it's, it's very helpful. So, uh, And then uh, I will be uh, at the Bloomington Comedy Attic. Uh, October 9th and 10th, one show each night. That's this Friday and Saturday. Uh, they're doing a great job with social distancing, sanitizing, all of that. So if you're in the Bloomington, Indiana area, I'd love to see you come out. But uh, again, thanks for listening. Greg, uh, anything else? Wet peanuts. One Down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer. Produced and edited by John Boldwood. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One down the comedy crossword podcast.